The Black and Abdallah podcast is brought to you by Fry the Coop. Their double fried chicken sandwiches at Fry the Coop can make you have feelings, intense feelings. The spicy butter one will make you feel happiness. Yeah, that's right, happiness. Fry the Coop, the best chicken sandwiches ever. And now the Black and Abdallah podcast. On a Friday night in the city of Chicago, people are standing outside the Chicago Theater waiting for a show. Jim Jeffries is there across the street. I've seen, I saw Jim Jeffries like almost 15 years ago. Yeah, there's a lot of people out tonight yeah. in the city of Chicago. We're having a great time, and all calls welcome at 312 332 3776. On a Friday night, we'll take your phone calls, and also we owe you a song of the night. Let's get to it. I want Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. Tonight's song. Oh, baby. Here we go. It's corn right now from 2003. What's your song of the night? And uh, this, I believe, is the second corn song that we've featured in, like, the last two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's the deal. Last Friday, we played a Van Halen song right now uh, from Van Halen, a Sammy Hagar Van Halen song. And uh, since then, every night we have featured another song with the title right now. We've done this for the entire week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe tonight will be the last <laughs> night of this bit. Maybe. Uh, but, yeah, we could have gone with Rihanna. We could have gone in a couple different directions tonight. But tonight yeah. we chose Corn because this song is awesome. It'll yeah. melt your face off. This song's great. This album was actually good. Uh, Take a Look in the Mirror by Corn came out in 2003. It was a return. They purposely, it's called Take a Look in the Mirror because they looked at themselves. And they purposely uh, went back, back to, to their, like. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They purposely, like, tried to get back uh, to their roots of like the earlier corn albums like you know life is peachy self-titled all that kind of stuff i'll say this was a prime gym song if you wanted to get a good lift in oh you yeah. want to get a little extra uh adrenaline going with the run this was your song absolutely yeah this song was great this song was uh in uh or no, the song Did My Time Off the Album was in the Tomb Raider movie with Laura, with uh, Angelina Jolie and Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Yeah, I think that was the only other single from this album. Yeah. This John, they, they label them as funk metal. I think this is new metal. This is aggressive metal. Yeah. 
That's Corn right now. It's your song of the night. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's, there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Exp- ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, Larry. My favorite part about Corn is oh, like so if you listen to that song... So great. It Fieldy play is their bass player. Yeah, it doesn't sound like his strings are even attached. No, like the way like that like weird like low t- twang that he's got. Like those strings are so loose. That and the crunch. Yeah, oh, that's the, all it is. Yeah, it, it, it's just it has a specific sound and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I run this by you quickly uh, before we go back to the phones? Full phone lines here on a Friday night. All calls welcome. Love it. Uh, I'm workshopping a theory on quarterbacks. And I want you to either tell me if, like, yeah, that's a good one. Like, we should go with that. Like, mm-hmm. as as a theory, that's something, like, I'm glad you thought of that. Or is this, like, no blank, idiot. Of course this is something you should think. Tell me if this is right. Here's mm-hmm. Here's my thought. Don't pay a guy unless he's the guy when it comes to quarterbacks in the National Football League. I'm watching last night, Thursday okay. Night Football, and the Saints... They have a stranglehold uh, with their cap situation. The next few years, they're in hell. And they owe Derek Carr about 30 mil over the next thir- three. Each of the next three years, they owe him 30 mil. And I think in his third and final year of his contract, they actually owe him $50 million. Oof. Now, after the first two years, they actually have an option where they can get out of it. They probably will, right? It's, it's Derek Carr. So Carr has a huge contract with the Saints. They're not going anywhere. Right, mm-hmm. uh, you're, there's not really a bright future there. Coach might be on the hot seat. You look at the Giants. Daniel Jones got a huge contract in the offseason, thirty-five million dollars each of the next three years. Oh, to Daniel Jones, he's not the guy. They're not going anywhere with Daniel Jones. No, right, and they're losing this year. You know, Deshaun Watson hasn't played good football in what five years? Yeah, essentially. Uh, and the Browns owe him about 46 mil each of the next three years. Yeah. A lot of money. And I was thinking about this watching the game last night. Saints, Jags, Carr on the field for the Saints. They lose the football game. You know, Trevor Lawrence is on the, the other side. And I'm thinking about our quarterback situation. Justin Fields coming up on that fifth year option. Mm-hmm. Don't pay a guy unless he's the guy. And what that means is. Don't pay quarterbacks with the hope that they turn into the guy. Yeah. Only pay a quarterback if he's already proven to you that he's the guy. Well, a quarterback, the problem is... See what is, I'm saying? Like, like, don't spend the money on someone hoping he turns into the guy, Daniel Jones. Don't go out and spend money on a quarterback who used to be pretty good and he's going to a new spot, but he's really not the guy, Derek Carr. Only pay that quarterback the huge contract... If he's the guy. Yeah. Otherwise, continue searching. Well, the problem with that is... I don't know if this is a brilliant thought or if it's something that's, like, completely obvious to people. No, it's... it. Well, it's obvious. It should be obvious. It's okay. You can say it's brilliant. No, it's not brilliant. Sorry. Don't pay the guy unless it's, he's the guy. It's somewhat smart, but the problem with that is <laughs> you're never going to retain a quarterback that way, right? 
Yeah, because uh, a part of a part of the thought process is right. You you build up a defense. Uh, you do everything else right. You have a good coach, and you could uh, massage a situation to allow a quarterback who isn't one of the best quarterbacks to thrive, and, mm-hmm. and you can be successful that way. You don't have to have Patrick Mahomes to win a lot of games in the National Football League. There, there's more ways than that to accomplish the task. I guess my point is, why, why don't even waste those resources in those situations? Mm-hmm. Only pay the quarterback if he's the guy. And there's only a few guys in the league who you'd say, that's definitely the guy. The problem with that is... Teams are going to be willing to pay that guy who they think can be the guy. Like, your quarterback will just leave then because they know they're going to get money somewhere else. And so you'll never be able to retain a quarterback. Like, if Daniel Jones didn't get the extension, someone else would have given him the extension, like, given him money. Like, if, if Carr, clearly he wanted out, he got out, and then they gave him a new deal. Like, someone is always going to be willing to give a quarterback money on hope. And hope that you're going to be the guy. If you've proved like flashes of being the guy. And let someone else pay someone who's not the guy money like he's the guy. But then you never retain a quarterback. And that's where I wanted to know, because I'm workshopping this theory, whether or not it's a smart idea to never really commit to quarterbacks who are not worth committing to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's the downfall is you don't have a consistent quarterback. But, like, in reality, if Fields doesn't bounce back in this season, yeah, he could be back next year, but he's not going to get a long extension like he's one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League if if this is the way it plays out, right? Yeah. So you're essentially, if you're not extending him, you're searching for that next quarterback anyway. Yeah. Right? Like, you're going to use a number one draft pick. Yeah. You're, you, you're going to find something else. Like, here's what's going to happen. The, the Bears will probably move on from Justin Fields. You know, if even if he comes back and plays well, maybe that's a different story. But the Bears will probably move on from Justin Fields. They'll draft someone with the first overall pick, whether it's Caleb Williams, Drake May, whoever it is, doesn't matter till we get there, right? And then you hope that that guy for three years progresses as a quarterback. He's probably going to start right away, and so you've got three years, and then you got to figure out whether or not you're going to pick up the fifth year option. And then you can say, okay, we'll pick up the fifth year option. You've got an extra year here, and then we'll work out an extension in the fourth year. So you have one from years one to four to prove that you could be the guy. Now, there are examples. Like, I would say that we all believe Joe Burrow's the guy, right? He got a bunch of money. Joe Burrow, you know? sure. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, the guy. He's the guy. Gonna yeah. be the guy, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that, you know. Um, Patrick Mahomes proved very early. He didn't start right away, but proved he's going to be the guy. You know, like there are guys that have proven early on. Maybe CJ Stroud has played very well this first year. I would even argue that this thought process probably stops somewhere around Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott. Like those who are below them, Mm -hmm. it's really not worth it. Because Carr is certainly one of those quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Deshaun Watson is certainly one of those quarterbacks now. But like the guys who are above Cousins, Dak, they're all worth it. But Watson proved that he was the guy. But then he missed it. That was a a long time ago. I understand that. But he got that money. He was the guy. He was out for a year. 
but he proved before that that he was the guy. And he's, he's been about, back for we were, quite a while now, and he's not that but before, anymore. But before he got that money, we were talking about Deshaun Watson on the field as a top-five quarterback. Like, oh, he yeah. proved he was the guy. Yeah, when, when he... Before he stopped playing football, uh, yeah, he was he was in the combo of like top three. Mm-hmm. He was he was right there. He just hasn't been that, uh, and that's that's where I go back to this like theory that I'm thinking of watching the game last night and watching the Saints situation, and then thinking about this future Bears situation with Justin Fields. Like, don't pay the guy unless he's the guy. I don't want the Bears to be trapped in a spot where they have to pay Justin Fields this huge contract when we know. That he hasn't proved that he's actually the guy. I don't want to pay him hoping he turns into the guy someday. Well, and that's why I think inevitably the Bears are going to move on. Because he has he's proved the opposite. He's proved that he's not the guy. We I've got more examples on my game sheet from Justin Fields that he is not the guy than examples that he is the guy. Yeah, each week that passes, he continues to add to that data point that he's not. Yeah. Jeff in Lake Geneva, you're on ESPN 1000. All calls welcome with Black and Abdallah. What's up, Jeff? Hey, guys. Love your show. Thanks, man. Just to let you know, you said guy a hundred times in less than five minutes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Guy. What's your point, guy? Yeah, what do you got, guy? <laughs> Is Justin Fields a generational talent? No. Just flat no? I don't think so. I mean, um, he isn't. I would say he's a generational athlete, but I don't know if he's a generational quarterback. I mean, he's. What, when, when has he proved that he is in the NFL? Yeah, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I don't think he is. I don't, I don't think he is. I don't think he is. That's a tough one. I hear you, yeah. I mean, I hear what you guys are saying. Obviously. Really bad team, terrible offensive line, very little weapons. Now they got DJ Moore. I, I just do not want to have a conversation a year down the road, two years down the road, when we find out, to your point, he is the guy, and then he's no longer the guy right. for the Chicago Bears and somebody else. That would just drive me effing nuts. Yeah, but if you have the uh, the first overall pick and you end up drafting – Someone who becomes the guy for you, does it really matter? Guy. No, but is like Caleb Williams, generational talent, is he the guy? But it doesn't matter. It, it, him, Drake May, whoever it is, it doesn't matter. I'm saying if you insert quarterback's name here, you take him, he turns out to be your franchise quarterback, does it matter? Like all the Trubiskies, all the fields, everything that is that, all the quarterbacks before it, none of it matters. Because the Bears finally found their franchise quarterback. No, 100%. I mean, it's a valid point. But then you could look at the flip side and say we could have that conversation three years down the road thinking we picked the guy. Of course. Correct. Ended up yeah. not be it. You know, I mean, it's just I want Justin Fields to be the guy. <laughs> I'm with you, man. So yeah. bad. It would be, be a lot easier if he was. And we were talking about a team that was like, you know, uh, five and one or whatever their record is and being like hey man we got the first overall pick and like we're gonna do whatever we want to with it and the bear and like it it would be great to be having those conversations thank you jeff all right have a great weekend guys you too there goes jeff in lake geneva i like i get what he's saying and you know what i think about with that is this is not to compare their careers It, it feels loosely like the zach levine conversation zach levine has all of the talent that an NBA player could dream of. What can't Zach Levine do? 
He's fast, yeah. super athletic. He can shoot from three. Cool dunks. He can get to the rim, right? Like he could do everything that you would want to do as a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Is he a generational talent? No. There's 10 Zach Levines in the league. So, like, what separates it? What separates it is the winning. Yeah. If you have all the talent in the world and you win, that's how you become a generational talent. Mm-hmm. You become that generational. When we, if you, without a doubt, it's kind of like, you know, when we have this conversation about quarterbacks. Like, yeah, you can look at numbers and be like, well, this guy's stats are blah, blah, blah. I know who the top five quarterbacks in the league are. I don't need to look at numbers. I can watch it on the field and say, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Joe Burrow, it's Aaron Rodgers when he's healthy. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence is working his way up there. Uh, you know, Josh Allen's up there. Like, I can I can just watch them play and look at games and be like, that dude's a top five quarterback. They like, also I, win. Exactly, exactly. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL because he has plays insane and wins. Right? He's got two Super Bowls. Plucky Abdallah on a Friday night. Abdallah, <laughs> when we come back, I think we will play a game called Door 1, Door no, 2, Door I'm... 3, Door 5. Oh we, we've got a lot going doors? on here. All calls welcome so on a doors. Friday night. This is going to be good. The final 40 minutes of this show. Gonna it's it's going to be fire. good. There's so many doors. This is Sorry. Chicago's Home for Sports on Yo. FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is right? Black and Abdallah on ESPN <laughs> Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Black and Abdallah are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. All right, Abdallah, it's our favorite game on our show, Black and Abdallah, weeknights 6 to 8. It's say Friday night calls, all calls welcome evening. Uh, we have door one, door two, door three. What would you like to go to first? Door one, door two, door three. I'm going to outsource this. Uh, let's see. That's not right. Uh Jake, you're having a rough go. Oh, Jake. Poor Jake. Poor Jake. You can't too. Did the Rangers lose so he immediately turned the TV yeah. off? Oh, he, put, yeah. he didn't even put it on baseball. He put it on college football. So there's, like, the there's like another game going so on. So the in Astros baseball. won? Yeah. yeah. All right. So they took a 3 2 lead yeah. in the series in yep. the ALCS. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, Jake can't do. Door one, door two, door so three. Jake, pick a, pick a door. Oh, poor door. Jake. Oh, listen to him. Listen His to Rangers. Him. Just do door seven because I want this game to go to game seven. Door so seven. door seven. Door three. We go to door three. Eddie <laughs> on the north side. Hello, Eddie. <laughs> I knew it was going to be me. Black and Abdallah, the best show on ESPN 1000. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. No doubt. Okay. So, wow. So did, did a Tuve uh, score another home run or something like Tube, that? Yes. Yeah, yeah Tuve hit a three-run home run. Yeah, three-run home oh. run. Jack. Okay, so as far as being the man, and we go back to basketball and uh, Levine, if you're the man, what you do is you make everybody around you better. And I think he's just like to himself, and that's the problem with you know what other players like Jordan made everybody around him better. And that's where it's it's not happening with them and everything like that. You know what I mean? You agree? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. If if he was better, he'd make everyone else better. Mm-hmm. I I can understand that premise. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly, and everything. 
about the Bears, I've argued with people from day one, you guys and all the other shows, is I thought Justin Fields wasn't the man, and I was ridiculed. No, 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 no. And then all I hear now is Justin isn't the man, and everybody wants him out. Let's trade him out and everything like this. I hope this other guy does well. I mean, he's got a good reputation around him. What, 54 starts in, like, football? Like, I know it's, the what, double A? Yeah. Is that what he said? Yeah. Double A? Yeah. Division well, what two. What do you guys think? Division yeah, two. no, or I think I, I Eddie, hope Agent has a good game. Here's Absolutely. the problem, Eddie. The, yeah. the, the problem is the problem with your argument has always been no quarterbacks from Ohio State have ever been good, and it's like, okay, well, tell me what school pumps out all these good quarterbacks then? Like your argument for years was always Fields is never going to be but good because he's it, an Ohio been... State quarterback. Okay, C.J. Stroud is very good right now. No, okay. And he played at Ohio I'm gonna State. It, I'm going to give it to him right now, but let, let's see how it weighs out. But in the history of the NFL, I mean, we're going way back when, 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 when. And the current quarterback at Ohio State, everybody's like doushing Ohio State. And I hear, and I hear a, a bunch of the experts here that are betting against Ohio State against what was it, 6 and 0? And I, I forgot who they're playing. They're 6 and 0. Yeah, and they're like, oh, no, uh, Ohio State's not going to win today. The guy's got, what, what, 1,600 yards? He's got 11 touchdowns and one interceptions. You, you guys got to see what I'm, uh, I'm looking at. It's like every Ohio State quarterback that goes in there, it, that's pretty phenomenal to me. 11 touchdowns, one yeah, interception. I mean, yeah, you know what I, I mean? I think it's, yeah, it's, I think it's more of there's fewer quarterbacks that make it than to just say one school. Mm-hmm. Like, is Clemson a quarterback you now because Trevor Lawrence is awesome? No, I, I, like, I don't think so. I like, no, I like Trevor Lawrence, but Black, do you think that this current Ohio State quarterback, and I'm just straight up for you and Abdallah, mm-hmm. do you think he'll be drafted into the NFL? Uh, this year? Probably no, not. No, not this year. I'm not saying this year. I don't know. I mean, prob- probably. Kyle McCord? Probably, right? Yeah. And then after him, oh. you think the next guy will be drafted in the NFL. But the point is that you're ar- but Eddie, the point is that your argument by saying quarterbacks don't come from one school, like that argument is flawed because there's not one school. It's like, oh, there's another kid coming out of USC, gotta take them. Like that's not how it works. There's not one school that just pumps out quarterbacks. All right, Eddie, help me out with something, okay? Yeah, door one ahead, or boy. you you were door three door one or door two where should we go next door one or door two where should we go i always go two. all right door two <laughs> this is this is on eddie thank you eddie have a good night hey you guys i love you guys you guys are a great show man thanks eddie we go to door two yeah there we go mitchell in the splains on a friday night what's up mitchell um team gemini team sad I'm a bit sedated tonight because of the pollen count. Outrageous. My allergies are acting up. Oh, no. So, so I'm taking a lot of different uh, pharmaceuticals that are cross-pollinating, no pun intended. So this is a little more laid back, but I think you'll find the tempo to be a little more slower than normal. First of all, regarding your, your, your theory on quarterback. Yes. First of all, number one, there's a washout rate every year because it's about supply and demand. 
Not only do you have, you know, the abundance of people coming out of college, you have all these other quarterbacks from other, you know, that have been in the system that are peaking at different times. Now, here's the biggest problem. The top end, which you don't talk about, this is part of your flaw argument, Gemini, is that the Aaron Rodgers, the Mahomes of the world, you know, they're going to be the top market guys. They're going to garnish those kind of wages. Then you have the bottom of the chart, which is Justin Fields, who's never going to be in that league. And it's not because of the offensive line, and it's not because of the coach, and it's not because of, you know, whatever excuses you decide to come up with, not you personally, but, you know, to the, the macro consciousness of people and their stupid takes. It's the fact that he's flawed. So the reality is that when you say, oh, we don't want to pay the guy until he's the guy, gee, gee, Team Gemini, you're really quick. That's the master of the obvious. Okay? And the fact of the matter is that... The that was only a part of my workshopping. Shows- a part of my workshopping was saying, tell me if, yeah, duh, you should think this already. That no, was a part I, of the statement. Mm-hmm. Well, my point is this, is that the quarterbacks that are going to garnish the wages that get the big contracts are going to prove themselves very, you know, within easily the first two years. And also the, the, their, their track record is going to be absorbed a lot faster than the bottom half of what I call the quarterbacks that are basically lucky to be on a roster. Trey Lance is a slot of Justin Fields. After this year, he's not going to be on an NFL. Justin Fields is not going to be on the Bears roster next year, number one. Number two, I'll tell you this right now, uh, Trey Lance, he'll be lucky to be a third-string quarterback in, in the CFL. Uh, he, can't, he can't not do a, uh, the, the role of a passing quarterback in the NFL. Now, you can, we can argue this back and forth, and I, 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 listen, it's a broken argument. I proved you wrong three years ago, and the verdict and the, the fact that I have all the leverage – was, comes from the historical perspective of three years. You know, I didn't start this, this, and by the way, it's not a take. For those vapid-minded neophytes, a take is when you're on a film, like I have been in, in TV shows, we do a take, and then, you know, it's, you go in between takes. Sure. And then I take it, I take it, and when you're recording a song, there are all these different takes. The, the red light goes on, you pre-record the song, your take in terms of radio, no, it's an opinion. So these opinions become what I call, they become so outrageously arrogant and they become so outrageously what I call uh, distorted that it's really changed the perspective of how people think. And this is your biggest problem, okay? Your biggest problem is the following. Justin Fields, in terms of your projections, and I'm talking about the macro, not just you two, mm-hmm. is that you had him as a 4,000-yard pa- uh, passer. He was going to be MVP of the league. He was going to lead the division. He was going to lead the conference, and you were dead wrong. wrong. It's the unspeakable. And here's the bottom line. Bottom line, yep. I highly suggest, okay, by the way, to the historian guy, you got to half of it right. Brian Hoyer. Oh, no, don't go after Jack. Yeah, you don't go after Jack on Jack's this show. Jack's our guy. Yeah. All right, well, Jack, you got to do your homework, Daddy-O, because here's the oh, bottom no line. No one does their homework better than yeah. Jack. I'll no, tell you this, Daddy-O. Hoyer, got, Hoyer did get uh, that in 2016, which I told you about this like weeks ago. He did, pay for, he did uh, pass for three games consecutively where he was passing over three, uh, 300 yards. So did McCown in 2013. And the, the thing that's ironic is they both did it in five games. Hoyer, in 2016, he broke his arm. He came in for Jake Cutler and played five games in those five games. Three of them he passed for more than 300 yards. McCown came in for Cutler in 13 under Tressman. For all you Bethabite and neophytes, when you put down Tressman, Tressman had the best five, uh, I think he had the best passing offense in the league, the fifth best in, in 2013. 
and the town on your show. Yeah. And this is why I find you two to be so disgustingly. You, 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 he was on your show talking about on Mark's show saying. On that our show? No, Mark and Sylvie's show. Yeah. Show, yeah. yeah. Mark, Otto and Sylvie, weekdays. Two to they, six. He literally says. That it was because of his chemistry with Mark Tressman. This is a town talking, okay? 19 years in the league, mm-hmm. one year with the UFL, okay? He said the following My chemistry with Tressman was the best of my career. I mean, so my point is this is that, in other words, there's a huge, there's a continental difference between your high end quarterback which is like, you know, the Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes of the world, and then you got this bottom basic level with Justin Fields. And here's the problem. That's the bottom no line? Because the co- bottom line is the college current quarterbacks are flawed. They can't even run an NFL huddle. And you know what? I ain't, I would rather go free agency because the Bears have shown with Cutler, with McCown, and with Eric Kramer in 19, 1995, <laughs> he's the only one that passed for 3,838 yards because he was a free agent. And because you guys can't understand the difference, that is a bottom oh, line. There, there you go. Thank you, Mitchell. Thank you. You know, he mentioned takes like like in Hollywood. Uh, my favorite take is Mitchell in displays on the old TV show Las Vegas mm. uh, with Joe Rogan. Yeah, uh, this is real. This is not a bit. <laughs> the individual you just heard on our show, Mitchell in displays. This is him on TV. The show that used to be on NBC, Las Vegas. Here's Mitchell with Joe Rogan. Thursday, your driver's waiting for you. Have fun. Thanks. We're two Joe, uh, Montecito. Excellent choice. Boom. There he is. There's Excellent Mitchell. Thursday, your driver's waiting for you. Have fun. Thanks. We're two Joe, uh, Montecito. Excellent choice. My favorite take. Where to Joe? Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Where to Joe? Excellent choice. Thursday, your driver's waiting for you. Have fun. Thanks. We're two Joe, uh, Montecito. Excellent choice. We'll be back. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Welcome on a Friday night. Yes. It's the best night of the week. 312-332-3776. Abdal, we're in the middle of a fantastic game we play here on the show called Door 1, Door 2, or Door 3. We only have one door left to to look behind. Uh, We do have uh, other phone calls we will get to as well. But uh, behind Door 1, we go to Chase on the south side. Hello, Chase. Hey, what's up? But, like, what's up, man? Chase, you're not really giving us the Friday vibes, my man. Uh, Abdallah! What's happening, man? Hi, Chase. <laughs> no, man, that's not the Friday vibes. No, yeah, you got, Abdallah, Abdallah you got, doesn't have no, any Chase, vibes. Chase, you got yelled at earlier by uh, Sylvie. I heard it. Get to your point. I know. <laughs> yeah, hey, Abdallah. Did, you call, did you call the morning show, too, today? Huh? How many shows have you called today? No, this he, oh, Sylvie yelled at him yesterday. Oh, for calling all the shows? No, 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 for not getting to his point. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Hey, um, I know why we y'all talking Bears, but getting the fact that we have approached the NBA season, nope, Black, goodbye. I want oh, NBA huh? question. Said nope, goodbye. Chase. No, 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 seriously, though. I got, Black, I got to ask you a question. What, right? what, so, what are, there's not, the, the Bulls are going to stink. No, 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 that's what, that's what that's I want to get to. No, so that's, that's what, it. If, if, if the, so let's say the Bulls get off to a bad start, do you think Billy Donovan should get fired? Uh, maybe. Because, I mean, this would be, what, like, say they don't make the no, playoffs. No, Chase, no, no, I don't want to do Bulls tonight. No, no. Bulls. Bye, Chase. No Bulls tonight. Uh-huh. Okay, bring it, no, what do you, what's your best Trubisky take? I know you got one ready. Go. <laughs> okay, I got one for Abdallah. Okay, yeah, Abdallah, sure who you would do. you rather have? Yeah, Would here you rather have Mitch or would you rather have Bajan? <laughs> Bajan. Oh, Chase, you're the last living Trubisky truther. I Bajan. love it. Bajan for sure. <laughs> Bajan for sure. Hey, he hey, actually Abdallah, played. Okay. He actually played college football, unlike Trubisky. Okay, Abdallah, <laughs> would you rather have me or would you rather have PJ Walker? Okay, all right. Chase, have a great night. Right. All right. <laughs> I think he might have might have actually got one where I would have said Trubisky. You were going to say Trubisky over uh, PJ Walker? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this is. Mitchell in the Cabana. Mitchell, you're on ESPN 1000. Black and Abdallah are our radio guys. What's up, fellas? Did you guys buy your Crocs yet? No, no Crocs yet. No Crocs. No Crocs. Come on. Abdallah is going to be taking your girl to the beach next summer. She's going to need Crocs. <laughs> I, I got, that's true. I got, uh, I've got sandals. I got slides. I don't, I don't be like a Crocs, Crocs guy. I don't like Crocs. Come on. Nah. Dad Dollar should be the Crocs guy. I'm already a Burke boy, so I'm not going with being a Croc guy. Function over fashion, I'm telling you. This are, you are you the guy right. that called in about the uh, the Crocs with the shells? I did. That's awesome. That's me. Mitchell, that was like three <laughs> years like three, ago. It was, it was like three years ago. That was, and that's why you guys had plenty of time to buy your Crocs, and I'm really <laughs> disappointed that you guys haven't bought your Crocs yet. <laughs> that's fair. Well, the reason for my call tonight, boys, is I have a confession. Yes. All right. I have a confession for Mr. Black. Okay. okay. Listen to the show tonight, and I started feeling bad because I got to get this off my chest. Oh, no. Mr. Black. Yeah. Circa, the Captain Company show. Mm-hmm. Remember, you were producing Cap show, right? Is that the correct term? Yeah. It was, uh, I was that? producing with Danny Zetterman, who's now our director of content. Yes. Yes. So Chris Black, yeah. Circa, Cap and Company Show, is my most hated ESPN radio personality of all time. W- worse than Salisbury. Worse than, who, who is the other guy? Huge. Rosen- oh, Ro- yeah, yeah. Rosenblum. Yeah, all the way back. Black, I'm sorry, you were the worst. Because every time Cap would have his terrible takes. Yeah. Flip flop in. I remember. Flipper. Yeah. Everybody knows Cap's got you know his his terrible takes. You would chime in, and you would go against him, which we all agreed with you. But it was the way you did it. You were just so right, marmy. Like you know, Cap. That take is terrible, and my take is the best take because it's right. It like oh my yeah. god, Black, just don't be so. I passed that crown to Shay Norling. Shay is now the Uh, one that has to keep him in line. Yes, yes. And Shay's been great. 
I think Shay's been a great addition to the show because he's, he's, you know, got his hot takes and he's coming at Cap and, and of course, Hoodie. When they brought Hoodie on the show, that was great. Hoodie's been a great addition. So, so I was the worst. I, is there a but or is there a, is there something else to this or I'm just the worst? Yeah. There is. Well, you were the worst back then because so then I'm driving home one night and it's like 7 p.m. I had to work late and I was in a bad mood. I flip on ESPN because I am a P1, of course. So I put on my ESPN 1000. It's late. All the shows, you know, it's into the night. And who do I hear coming over the radio? Chris Black. Given some boring monologues, smarmy or whatever. I'm like, come on, who gave this guy his own freaking show? Are you kidding me? Damn. Like, I couldn't believe it. And so as I'm reaching, I'm reaching to press punch the button. Might have been the last time I ever put on ESPN 1000 on my P1. Then he heard me. I'm reaching for the button. And then somebody else chimes in. What's up? Not just black by What's himself up? with his own show. What's He's up? a partner. There's somebody talking What's up? with Black, and they and they got some witty banter going back and forth, and, and Black actually laughed. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, Chris Black is laughing. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. And who was it? Adam Abdallah. And now, Abdallah, at this point, you were not on my ESPN 1000 radar at the time. Because I just had, you weren't really I was on producing air. Waddle and Sylvie. You, know, you, were, you were off yeah. the radar. Yeah. You, you weren't yeah, a you part were of off it. off the radar. So, like, nobody really, like, <laughs> I didn't really know much about you at the time. And so I'm like, okay, I, I didn't push punch the button. I gave you guys a chance. started listening. And it was great. You guys are great together, obviously. You got a great show. Everybody loves you guys. And... Black, ever since then, you have been wonderful. Everybody oh, thank loves you. listening to you guys. You guys have got a great show, whatever. So <laughs> we have to give credit where credit is due. So uh, kudos to you, Abdallah, because Abdallah knocked the smarmy <laughs> out of Black. No, it's still there. No, it's there. Now, it's just... I'm not Well, if it. it is... If it is, it doesn't come out on you guys' show, which I very much appreciate. So thank, thank I you, Mitchell. Enjoying, I, I'm enjoying your show tonight. It's been great, and I just had to get that off my chest because I felt bad that you know we had that that little uh, that little bad period between us. So I just had to call and get that off my chest and tell you guys you guys are doing a great show. Now that Greeny actually decided to show up to his own show, and you guys can be back on your All Calls Friday nights. I I figured I'd just call in and get that off my chest. Well, thank you, Mitchell. That's what these shows are for, so we appreciate you listening, okay? (laughs) All right, keep up the good work, guys. All right, there he is. go buy your Crocs. Yes, uh, go go buy the Crocs. Thank you, Mitchell. He's uh, from the Cabana. (laughs) See you. Hanging out on a Friday night. Black Amdala here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. See, in my defense, I was listening to those shows. What shows? Well, he said that I, I was smarmy, oh, or I was cap. I, like I had yeah. to give factual information to debates. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I produced. So, for in cap. my defense, I was listening to what was being said to me, and those were my responses to what was being said. Producing for Cap is like uh, living in dog years. <laughs> I love. I'm just kidding. I love Cap. Like. <laughs> Like, Shay's been here for, what, a year? 
I know. He's yeah. aged. He's aged he, like five. You know the picture that they show online of Obama at the start of his yeah, first like term, when and then, take and then it, yeah. when he was yeah. done, and yeah. he when he was done being president of the yeah. United States, and he's like fully gray uh-huh. in his first year. He's yeah. not even. He has no salt and pepper at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then at the end, he's fully gray. Like, like, have that. you seen the the gray hairs? Oh, in, yeah. in Shay's mm-hmm. like Shay's a young man. He is. <laughs> he's already turning gray. <laughs> It's producing in dog years, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm this kidding. is Black and I'm Dollar on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. I don't want one. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Thank you to Jay Cantu, Sean Graney for producing tonight's show of Black and Abdallah. We will be back on Monday at 6 o'clock. Abdallah, we have a road game. We'll be in the city, but we'll be at Almost Home in Wrigleyville Monday night, 6 to 8, presented by Miller Lite. It's Bears night in Chicago, and TJ Edwards will join us in the 7 o'clock hour. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Come hang out in Wrigleyville. It's... uh just north of the ballpark. Come hang out with us. It's going to be awesome. I heard they've got great food. I can't wait to eat some of it. And uh, it's going to be great. Do we have a lot of good questions tonight? We don't. Okay, let's roll it to next week. We have full phones. Let's try and get through as many phones. We have less than five minutes left in the All show. Right. Let's try and get through as many callers as we can. Uh, we'll also have a show on Sunday. Uh, Bears pregame, Black and Abdallah, Sunday morning, 8 to 10, walking you into coverage of Sylvie Dion and Lance Briggs for the Bears and the Raiders right here on ESPN Chicago. So we'll have a show on Sunday morning as well. That's when we'll be back next Sunday at 8 a.m. right here on ESPN Chicago. All right, we got to go quick. Less than five minutes. We have a lot of callers. James and Munster, you're up first. Got to go quick. Quick, quick, quick uh, dad joke for Abdallah. Okay. Uh, Black, get the music ready. Okay. What has what has ten tires and flies? What? A garbage truck. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, James. We go to MJ in Orland Park. You gotta go quick, MJ. Hey, great show, guys. Question: Would you would you agree with me if the football is an international game? Would that solve the quarterback issue? So, like, if they could go, if they got, like, from all around, from around the, world? the world? Hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, probably not. I feel like if you play football, you yeah. you somehow get to this country at some point, play college football or something. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't. Well, the, the question is here, like, you know, in baseball, if you need, like, to say, uh, um, a lefty starter. Yeah, you, you can go, go to Japan and you get somebody, you yeah. know, and you have yeah. Madrid, you yeah. know, or you, you, you get Otani, like in football. Yeah. I mean, if you have a different country play the football just like you're in the United States yes. right here. Mm-hmm. If other countries played. Yeah, yeah, MJ, that, that would have to be MJ. it. Other countries would have to play like we play football. Is this the MJ? That's the MJ, yeah. All right, thanks for the sandwiches today. <laughs> Oh, no thanks, MJ. <laughs> Those sandwiches welcome. were You're great. Mojo's East Coast and Downers Grove, thank you for the sandwiches today. Thank they you, were MJ. Delicious. Those sandwiches were thank outstanding. You thank you. Appreciate that. Appreciate Anytime, guys, just give me a buzz, guys. All right. Thank you, MJ. Have a great night. Yeah. We go to uh, Juan in Pennsylvania listening on the ESPN Chicago app. You got to go quick. You got to go quick, Juan. Juan E. Hey, this is Juan E. Hey, Juan E. What's up? Out there. 
Pedro out there flying around, AM 1000, getting it done. Good to hear you, boys. Thank you, Monty. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Have a great night. Listen to it. On AM 1000 in Pennsylvania. And you're flying around. Me and Jimmy are going to have a bear with Tony tonight on you guys. Good job. Appreciate it. All right, Wani. Have two for me. All right. Like Juan said, right? Yeah. Okay. Juan, yeah. Alex and Wheaton, got to go quick. Alex, what do you have? Hey guys, all right. Quick fantasy football advice, please, and yeah. thank you. Uh, uh, start uh, Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks. Uh, the Dolphins have had a <laughs> good um, offensive yeah, year. Any Dolphin? Jared, yeah. Well, the Raheem Osterton. Uh Jared Goff or Jordan Love against Denver? Goff. Goff. Okay. Uh, uh, Gabe Davis or Romeo Dobbs? I go Dobbs. And then I'm just I'm fucking get what you guys oh, got no, feeling about. It. That's it. Oh, no. That's the end of Alex. All right. All right. Sorry, Here Alex. we go. Here we go. Here Justin we go. Justin LaGrange, you got to go quick. Justin, we're Come less on, than a minute. Justin, Justin got to go quick. Yo, yo, when the Bears had two good games, you know, from Justin Fields and the team, the coaches said they didn't do anything different at all. I think that is proof right there that they need to be gone. That shows us that they're not competent enough to, you know, have game plans good enough against teams that should be, you know, smashed against the Bears. All uh, right. That's just my take. Got it in. Thank you, Justin. Have a great night. Dave and Skokie, you got 20 seconds. Go ahead, Dave. Yo, what's going on, fellas? It's, it's Friday, right? It's yeah. all calls welcome, right? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, hey, up now. It's almost soup season, ain't it? I know. Well, next week is supposed to be in the 70s, so maybe we got to wait another oh, week. But, uh, yeah, oh, but Lord. No, definitely... man, it's too hot to be eating some soup. I know it I mean? is. I know. I know. Hey, I, what's the first soup on in the bowl? Abdallah, what's the first <laughs> soup in the bowl? Uh, chicken tortilla. Thank you, Dave. Oh. There he is. Chicken tortilla. That's the first soup in the bowl. <laughs> uh, quickly, Joel in, in Colorado. Real quick, 10 seconds. Let's go, Bears. And good night, Chicago from Aurora, Colorado. Okay. That's there, from Aurora, Joel. Colorado. And then, and then Carmen and then the actual good night. Here in North go. Riverside. Say good night to the people. Good night, Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. Later.